0: I'm so pleased that you found your way here. Welcome to the Black Bird's Eye View, where I talk about all types of interesting things with all types of interesting people, putting information in the air like I do sometimes because it's my nature. I'm Robin Mills, and I'm pleased to be introducing you to yet another pioneer. Pioneer. Last time I was here, I introduced Ms. Delphine Godley Sellers. Ms. Sellers told us all about the urban community agronomics based out of Durham, North Carolina. She spoke all about being self-sustaining as it relates to what we put in our bodies. I selected Ms. Sellers as someone to have a conversation with because I feel that now, more than ever during a pandemic, everyone needs to be thinking about how we process the concept of eating. It makes sense that you be able to grow the food that you put in your body, rather than rely heavily on anything that stems outside of yourself. So I brought in Miss Sellers to get that ball rolling. Now on this episode, I'm introducing Miss Camille White-Jackson of Absolute Medical Coding Institute. And the point that I'll try to get across is that we must all fine-tune our ability to adapt. I personally can't think of a better time than now to think about the concept of adaptation. I mean, think about it. Here we are today with all these people out of work because of an invisible threat that's in the air and no one can control it. And now we see that we're not essential. Our job hangs in the balance. I figure that while we're being made to stay home, why not think about our situation and how we can make sure that this never happens again? Moving forward, my motto is don't complain about cards that are dealt unless you're going to offer an alternative or a solution. Becoming a medical coder may just be a good solution. I mean, think about it. Let me tell you something. Medical coders will always have a job. Medical coders are going to have a job because when it comes right down to it, the way a doctor gets paid really does start with the medical coder. The medical coder takes the notes that are written by the doctor in the doctor's language that most of us don't even understand. And these medical coders are paid to take those notes and read those notes and pull out all the words that show that the doctor did something where they should be getting paid. So boom, hospitals will never go out of business and doctors will always want to get paid. So that right there is reason enough to consider becoming a certified medical coder. And I have someone here with me today who can tell you all about that. I want to introduce you to Mrs. J. Mrs. Camille White Jackson of Absolute Medical Coding Institute. And she's going to tell you all about AMCI and how to become a medical coder. Welcome to the Blackbird's Eye View, Ms. J. I'm so pleased to have you here. I guess I'll start by asking you to tell us about yourself. Tell us about Absolute Medical Coding Institute.
1: I would be happy to. All right, so my name is Camille White Jackson, and people call me Mrs. J. I'm the curriculum director and one of the founders of Absolute Medical Coding Institute. Absolute Medical Coding Institute has been around since 2014. And about AMCI, it's a medical coding institute. It's where we teach people How to Become Certified Medical Coders.
0: Well, how is it that you found yourself in this industry?
1: Well, interestingly, um, I arrived here from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I kind of did a few things before I, I decided to become a medical coder. When I came from Pittsburgh, I had a business, and it was a child development center, and I tried operating it remotely from North Carolina, and it didn't work. So we shut that down, and I knew I wasn't cut out to to be a nine-to-fiver. I just knew it because I was, a, I was an entrepreneur for the majority of my adult life, and I knew that's the path that I wanted to take. I do have a background in communications. Well, a degree. And I realized that I wasn't gonna use that. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I did a few things before I got here. And how I got here, I had a friend who was working for one of the hospitals and she was working remotely. And she was doing very well for herself. And she was coding and I had 10 years in the industry, in the um, insurance industry, but I did not realize that I could code. So I said, let me try it. I took the course at a local two-year institution and I realized upon taking it that something might not be quite right because I really didn't feel the instructor was going deep enough with the content mm-hmm. so she but she assured me that I was ready to take the test she did warn me and tell me that the test was highly competitive she only knew um 3 people who passed the test and she was one and I was ready so <laughs> upon taking her advice I took the test and lo and behold I failed mm. And that was the first time I had failed a test in my adult life. So it was a devastating blow.
0: And you took that devastating blow and did what with it?
1: I gave myself three weeks and I developed a testing technique so that I could take this test. The test is very fast, meaning you have 150 questions. They allot five hours and 40 minutes. The clock does not stop. So that converted to two hours and, excuse me, two minutes and 30 seconds per question. So we had to Mm. answer long scenarios in two minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. So what I did was I came up with a technique to do it. And that technique is called keyword concept today. I came up with a few other things. And I went back in three weeks, and passed.
0: So you tested to become a certified medical coder. You felt it on the first go around. And within three weeks, you figured out how to pass the exam by developing study material that you developed to help you code properly. And you call this study material keyword concepts. And you contribute passing to these concepts.
1: Yes, definitely. Keyword concept and another concept. Chun. Chun is the acronym for circle, highlight, underline, and notate, and that is the technique that I developed that would help me um, abstract correct families
0: from the CPT manual. What do you mean when you say that in layman's terms?
1: Well, you pretty much have to be able to connect the right code with the doctor's documentation. So that annotation technique enabled me to select the correct code
0: accurately and quickly. Once you took the test a second time and recognized that the study material that you created benefited you in a test-taking environment, what were your thoughts on that and then what happened?
1: Well, actually, it it wasn't me that really came to that conclusion. It was my peers from the course that I took. I was the only one to pass the test in Lord knows, I don't even know how many years, but it's been years. I was the first. So students got wind. My peers got wind that I passed the test and they started reaching out to me and saying, hey, how did you pass? And then I started teaching them. And people were at my house, and I was showing them techniques, and pretty much all of them passed. And th- you know, one of them said, Hey, you really have a knack for this, you should probably teach. And hmm. you know, that's how we AMCI was actually born.
0: What an awesome story! A very, very good story. So, in other words, you just landed in this. You didn't just wake up one day and say, I think I'm gonna start a school to teach people how to become medical coders. You yourself went through the process. So you can explain the test taking experience and you could see what was lacking in the instructions that you were given to take the exam. And it allowed you to create study material that for all intents and purposes um, have helped countless people. Cause I did my due diligence. AMCI has one of the highest pass rates in the United States.
1: Yes, we do. And the way it happened is we, we I'm a giver by nature. And the foundation of AMCI is built on the principles of giving. And we gave away a good course on YouTube. Mm. We created a YouTube course where we gave away an entire comprehensive medical coding course. The course would prepare you to take the highly competitive CPC exam. Mm -hmm. People from all over the United States took that course thousands and thousands of people took it. The downloads were incredible. People from other countries like India, Philippines, London, Africa, all over took it and they were passing in droves. So we knew, we knew that we had something. We knew that AMCI had something and people were telling us how good it was. So that's truly, truly when AMCI was born.
0: So AMCI teaches individuals how to successfully pass the CPC exam. And this certification is global.
1: Yes, it's global. There are certain countries that require certification, and it is global. And the certifying agency, American Academy of Professional Coders, that was the formal name, but now they're known as AAPC. They are in those countries and certifying people. Wow.
0: Right now, I'm pretty sure plenty of people are thinking about their jobs and their careers, possibly considering um, choosing a different profession, adapting to this situation that we've been thrust in. Um, Can you tell our listeners why becoming a medical coder might just be a good idea for certain types of individuals?
1: Well, it's a good choice first because, well, let me tell you what a medical coder is. A medical coder is someone who takes the doctor's documentation mm-hmm. and they abstract the documentation let's say what the doctor records and they convert it into codes so that the biller can request payment from insurance companies so okay. it's basically taking the 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 written words and um modifying it so that it can be read in a computer.
0: How does a job outlook for medical coders look?
1: Coders support your medical professionals and your medical institutions and facilities. So right now, medical coders are in demand. They are an essential business and medical coders are working. You know, no one, not too many are being laid off. In fact, I'm getting emails daily from companies, recruiters looking for medical coders. And the reason why they're so hot is because they often work from home. They work remotely. So that's really a big thing. And in light of the climate, that is the preferred method. And just like um, medical coders or medical coding being the job, The medical coding instruction, like us, instructors are in demand because we are online.
0: As far as prerequisites go, are there any?
1: There is not. You know, some certifications, and AAPC will say they recommend a two-year degree. However, that is not the case. You have to, in order to join the AMCI course, you have to be willing to grind. We have a six-month course. And you got to grind. If you grind, you will get it. We have people who have professional degrees. We even have some MDs in the course, all the way down to some people not even having their high school degree. So if this proves that you can have a professional career, earn a professional salary, and not really have that high school diploma that everyone is saying, you just have to have the drive and the will, and you can get it done.
0: Ms. J., can you tell our listeners what to expect if they decide to take the course?
1: What you can expect, number one, the live courses and the lectures in the course will be simplified. We teach very in a very basic manner, so you can expect that. But the course prepares you. Diagnostic coding, those are your diagnoses. It teaches you um, procedural coding that's coding for all your procedures. And we give you um, instruction on business of medicine and medical terminology and anatomy. And once you've completed all of that, we have a test taking techniques arm within the course. We'll show you how to take the test and then you're ready.
0: So outside of going to the testing site, the student never has to leave home. The entire course is taught online.
1: Exactly. You do not have to leave your home. The only time you have to leave your home is to take the exam.
0: This is a whole lot of good information. Ms. J., from my perspective, especially at this time, it's important for people to be able to work from home, you know, to be able to support themselves and their families because it seems like it's a safer route to take because people aren't really trying to go outside right now what are your thoughts it's
1: a safer route and especially if you you know if you can't um work in places where there are lots of people like now if you Mm -hmm. have chronic illnesses and it prevents you from working in public domains, then yeah, this does seem like a viable option. So I do agree.
0: Mrs. J, I could not bring our conversation to a close without asking the one question that I ask everyone that I interview or have these types of conversations with. And that question is, if you were placed in a position where you could bestow three jewels upon the masses, that is, You could tell the entire world three things that you feel would better mankind. And there were no communication barriers and everyone understood your language. What three jewels would you share? Number one. Number one. I would
1: say with anything that you do, it is okay to grind or have to grind. In fact, I think grinding is good. Mm -hmm. Think about it. If it's easy, then that means anyone can do it. Exactly. And that decreases the value of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to grind and have to work for it. Too easy is too easy. Exactly.
0: I love it. Number two.
1: Number two, and I think this applies for right now. Okay. I would say, try not to follow people's opinions. Okay. Try to follow facts. I love it. If you follow opinions, you may be going in circles but if you follow facts, you may just get to the point.
0: Now, see, I couldn't have said it any better myself, any better myself, (laughs) I totally agree. Number three, (laughs) number three,
1: and this is what I tell everyone. I would say shine, shine no matter what, Make your creator proud, whoever your creator is, Mm -hmm. especially during this time of national pandemic, no, global pandemic. Show your best. Be your best. Never worry. Be positive. Be great.
0: Show love. Be present. Be present. Just shine. Yes, no matter what. Ms. Jay, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to let my listeners and myself know more about AMCI. Truly do appreciate you for sitting down and putting all this good information in the air.
1: Thank you, Ms. Mills, for giving me the opportunity to kind of just share and talk a little bit about AMCI. And my last little piece Mm -hmm. that I'd like to give is. I want, in light of what's going on in the world today, I want people to try as best they can to look at the positive of everything. Just yeah. try and, and look at the positive and don't get caught up in that madness because it's only counterproductive. So just shine no matter what. And on that note, and in the spirit of giving, I'd like to give away three scholarships, full full academic scholarships to anyone listening who's really serious about changing their career.
0: Oh, wow. Did you guys hear that? She said she's giving away three scholarships. How would they go about uh, getting those scholarships for three people?
1: Um, they can just contact you. Maybe you mm-hmm. can create a link for them to click on and you can forward it to me and we'll reach uh-huh. out to them.
0: Thank you so much, Ms. Jay. In the spirit of giving and giving of good information, to stay in the light, everyone.